You're listening to the Storyteller Series from The Salvation Army. For more information or to share your questions and comments, visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org. The Book of Acts, Chapter 5 Now a man named Ananias, together with his wife Sapphira, also sold a piece of property. With his wife's full knowledge, he kept back part of the money for himself, but brought the rest and put it at the apostles' feet. Then Peter said, Ananias, how is it that Satan has so filled your heart that you have lied to the Holy Spirit and have kept for yourself some of the money you received for the land? Didn't it belong to you before it was sold? And after it was sold, wasn't the money at your disposal? What made you think of doing such a thing? You have not lied just to human beings, but to God. When Ananias heard this, he fell down and died. And great fear seized all who heard what had happened. Then some young men came forward, wrapped up his body, and carried him out and buried him. About three hours later, his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. Peter asked her, Tell me, is this the price you and Ananias got for the land? Yes, she said, that is the price. Peter said to her, How could you conspire to test the Spirit of the Lord? Listen, the feet of the men who buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out also. At that moment, she fell down at his feet and died. Then the young men came in and, finding her dead, carried her out and buried her beside her husband. Great fear seized the whole church and all who heard about these events. The apostles performed many signs and wonders among the people, and all the believers used to meet together in Solomon's colonnade. No one else dared join them, even though they were highly regarded by the people. Nevertheless, more and more men and women believed in the Lord and were added to their number. As a result, People brought the sick into the street and laid them on beds and mats so that at least Peter's shadow might fall on some of them as he passed by. Crowds gathered also from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing their sick and those tormented by impure spirits, and all of them were healed. Then the high priest and all his associates, who were members of the party of the Sadducees, were filled with jealousy. They arrested the apostles and put them in the public jail. But during the night, an angel of the Lord opened the doors of the jail and brought them out. Go, stand in the temple courts, he said, and tell the people all about this new life. At daybreak, they entered the temple courts, as they had been told, and began to teach the people. When the high priest and his associates arrived, they called together the Sanhedrin, the full assembly of the elders of Israel, and sent to the jail for the apostles. But on arriving at the jail, the officers did not find them there. So they went back and reported, We found the jail securely locked, with the guards standing at the doors. But when we opened them, we found no one inside. On hearing this report, the captain of the temple guard and the chief priests were at a loss, wondering what this might lead to. Then someone came out and said, Look, the men you put in jail are standing in the temple courts teaching the people. At that, the captain went with his officers and brought the apostles. They did not use force, because they feared that the people would stone them. The apostles were brought in and made to appear before the Sanhedrin to be questioned by the high priest. We gave you strict orders not to teach in this name, he said. 
Yet you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching and are determined to make us guilty of this man's blood. Peter and the other apostles replied, We must obey God rather than human beings. The God of our ancestors raised Jesus from the dead, whom you killed by hanging him on the cross. God exalted him to his own right hand as prince and savior, that he might bring Israel to repentance and forgive their sins. We are witnesses of these things, and so is the Holy Spirit whom God has given to those who obey him. When they heard this, they were furious and wanted to put them to death. But a Pharisee named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law, who was honored by all the people, stood up in the Sanhedrin and ordered that the men be put outside for a little while. Then he addressed the Sanhedrin, Men of Israel, consider carefully what you intend to do to these men. Some time ago, Theodos appeared, claiming to be somebody, and about 400 men rallied to him. He was killed, all his followers were dispersed, and it all came to nothing. After him, Judas the Galilean appeared in the days of the census and led a band of people in revolt. He too was killed, and all his followers were scattered. Therefore, in the present case I advise you, leave these men alone, let them go. For if their purpose or activity is of human origin, it will fail. But if it is from God, you will not be able to stop these men. You will only find yourselves fighting against God. His speech persuaded them. They called the apostles in and had them flogged. Then they ordered them not to speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. The apostles left the Sanhedrin rejoicing because they had been counted worthy of suffering disgrace for the name. Day after day, in the temple courts and from house to house, they never stopped teaching and proclaiming the good news that Jesus is the Messiah. So we get here to chapter 5, and we find this incredible generosity occurring where Mm -hmm. people in the church are selling what they have and sharing it together within the community. We even have this amazing example of Barnabas selling land Mm -hmm. and then giving the proceeds of that land to the church. But it's not too long after that, immediately after that, we have a counterexample of Ananias and Sapphira Mm -hmm. and how they both together uh, held back some of the proceeds and then made it appear as if they had given everything to the church. I'm reminded of how in the Old Testament we find similar things happening uh, in the story of God where you have people in the community who in some way violate something that they knew Mm -hmm. to be um, God's law or God's um, desire for the people and then receive a punishment because of it, uh, such as uh, Uzzah when he touches the ark and he's struck down for touching the ark and profaning in that way, or the... Korahites who are swallowed up by the earth because they challenge Moses' authority. Right. And so you have this, there's precedent for something like this mm-hmm. happening in the Bible. But even still, even with that precedent, it seems kind of odd. And I think for modern readers especially, a little alarming. Yeah, it is. And actually when I was studying this and I was going through this passage and reading the story of Ananias and Sapphira, I was I was reminded of the song I Surrender All. And I remember a long time ago my dad 
uh, pre preached the sermon where he was uh, saying, you know, when we sing the song, I surrender all, you know, I surrender all, when we're supposed to be laying it all down on the altar, uh, there he's, he's saying, he said, that, uh, you don't just leave some of it and you keep some for yourself, you know, because there are examples where when you do that, the Lord deals with us, you know, accordingly. And he, the earth may not open up and swallow us up or anything like that. Or, you know, we might not <clears throat> fall dead in the doorway of, of a house. I mean, it could possibly happen, uh, but he definitely deals with us, right? The, the the whole point of the church, and this is what I got out of this chapter, is that everybody was putting in, everybody was putting in so that nobody went without, and, and I thought that that was a beautiful message. Yeah, and I think you're drawing out, too, in that everyone putting in the importance that we have, not just as individuals, but as mm -hmm. part of a collective as, and yeah. the responsibility we have mm -hmm. to each other as a, as a collective. Yeah. And today, because we think in such individual terms, I don't think we often think critically enough or seriously enough about the responsibility we have to our communities all the time. And we also don't often really sit deeply with the importance that there is for us to be honest and have yeah. integrity and really guard uh, our um, hearts from any kind of corruption or duplicity or uh, hiddenness. You know, God's called us out so that we can live into the truth that he's offered us. Yeah. And that even means his redemptive work producing uh, truth in us yes. so that we could be the people that we proclaim to be right. uh, and not be hiding and not be harming the community by keeping something um, from the community from or the community. or being disingenuous with the community. Right, because in this scenario, <clears throat> it would be a shame if somebody read it and thought God is saying, better give me my money. Right. Like, you better bring my mm -hmm. money. What, you trying to keep stuff for yourself? Shake it out of your pockets. Like, that is not even what it's about because mm -hmm. God does not need our money, but he's after our hearts, right? Yes. So in this scenario... Yeah. It's because the two of them, all, like, uh, in this whole situation, like, Ananias and Sapphira are part of this community where something crazy is happening, and, and people are acting in ways they weren't acting before, because, like, Holy Spirit is coming in their midst. It's like, uh, there's a song, um, it's a miracle, he, because he touched us, God's Holy Spirit came, and we are not the same, because he touched us and filled us with his love, right? Yeah, it's this song. Yeah. It's this miracle where all of a sudden, I used to keep everything for myself, and maybe I would throw my change at you, but now I just feel like I'm so filled with love. I just want to bring everything, and when I see my, my everything become our everything, and babies are being fed, and kids are going on their field trips, and the elderly have their crocheting needed, I don't know, whatever people in the community needed, people like my everything became our everything, and, yes. and, and I get to watch that, witness that. That's the beautiful thing. Mm. So then I don't think God's had as a problem with them wanting, like, like holding back the money. But he's mm. like, well, aren't you, inf aren't you also touched by this everything? Like, right. aren't you also filled with this love? Like, what is going on with you and your heart that mm -hmm. all this is happening around you and you still have to be stingy mm -hmm. and hide and hoard and yeah. like, as if there mm -hmm. isn't going to be enough for you when you need yours. Like mm -hmm. what there, I think for them, their problem wasn't a giving problem. Mm -hmm. It was a receiving problem because we got to better keep some back in case one day this all ends mm -hmm. and we need ours. So right? lack of faith or the yeah. posturing of yeah. their heart, maybe. Seriously. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it yeah. was definitely more about their intentions, mm -hmm. you know. If if your intentions are, I'm giving all because uh, the church needs to provide and I want the entire church to have, so we're all giving all, um, your intentions wouldn't be to make sure you keep that little five 
percent for yourself sure so so imagine like we're all in community right and like in this day and time and like you are someone that has tons and tons and tons you have you're a person of means Ori and I am a poor widow I my everything is teeny tiny compared to your everything right Mm -hmm. but I can bake a pie like you have never seen Mm -hmm. right so you give your things but it's worth it for a taste of the pie around my table as we sit together and I have that fellowship Mm -hmm. that's the beauty of the fellowship of believers and acts right it wasn't the ritual better give theirs because oh I always have to give everything I have what a drag no (laughs) it's the beauty of when I come sure I'm bringing my money but what I get back is so much richer Mm -hmm. than that and that's what is the gospel for a day and time that we're experiencing where people are more connected ever through social media and digitally and electronically, but we're so lonely. Mm. Yeah. That's good news, right? Is mm. come to my house, eat a slice of my pie, share life, let's talk, I'll watch your kids, like and forget ten percent tithe on a Sunday. Like there's so much more we can offer, I think, to the to the kingdom of God. Um and Ananias and Sapphira were like, mm. They didn't get it. No. And I wonder if God takes them out because he's like, we're not trying to have this spread. Yeah. Mm. I know we're not having any of this in my church. Mm. I wonder about that. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this show, please share it with a friend. You can subscribe to the Storyteller series on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or your own favorite podcast store. For more information, visit SalvationArmySoundcast.com dot org.